this is ConnectCast from Spa Connect, helping medical spas learn about different ways to stay compliant and make the world a more beautiful place. Instagram worthy DIY versus (laughs) it is a medical procedure and it is still a treatment. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of ConnectCast. And this week I'm interviewing one of our nurse practitioners, Gillian. And we're just going to be talking about some aesthetic trends that have been happening um, with your clients and your patients and what she kind of sees in the future for 2020. So Gillian, my first question for you are, what are some treatments that you've noticed a lot of patients have been getting and why do you think they're getting those um, kind of treatments? Yeah, so... Um, Botox and filler is obviously the most common and probably Mm -hmm. the most popular, but I see microneedling with PRP becoming an increase in popularity or like the latest trend. It's great because what microneedling does is it causes little micro kind of injuries to the skin. And so that helps stimulate collagen production, which is Mm -hmm. the flexibility and strength of the skin. And a lot of times they add PRP um, component to that to help kind of rejuvenate, kind of enhance the process of healing. Mm. And so that's becoming a real popular um, trend that I have noticed that's (laughs) just become more prominent within our approvals. Yeah, so then with that kind of treatment, actually, I've noticed that there are some kind of treatments that you can like kind of take home like take home devices and stuff so I I think I've seen like micro needling and stuff like that being able to like be bought on Amazon and like other beauty stores like what are your thoughts on like bringing home those kind of treatments yeah I'm all for like at-home skincare devices Mm -hmm. um I'm okay with um that however you know knowing the different types of devices knowing the depth of it I've Mm -hmm. seen some really bad at home DIY <laughs> microneedling that I can't stress enough should be left to a professional. Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like some of the other at home devices, I think some are safe. It enhances, you know, the skincare products that you're mm-hmm. putting on. Um, but I can't stress enough that if you don't know what you're doing <laughs> or if you have a big concern for your skin or have real mm-hmm. sensitive skin, it's just best to go to a medical professional or an esthetician yeah. to get evaluated and properly treated. Mm-hmm. But there are a lot of good at-home skincare devices um, that are growing that are in popularity and, okay, Yeah, that are good. safe. Um, just do your research, look at reviews, and also always speak to your dermatologist or your mm-hmm. cosmetic nurse or esthetician um, mm-hmm. just to also get their take on it as they are the ones that are here. <laughs> New skin. And um, you sent me, it was like a few weeks ago now, but you sent me an influencer's Instagram page yes. and it was this whole big thing. She was self-injecting herself with um, like filler and Botox, yes. I think. Um, so what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Because I know that that sounds like something that For shouldn't sure. be done at home, but that's yes. just my take on it. So I have a very strong opinion, <laughs> um, but I can't stress enough that That should always be left to a medical professional. Mm -hmm. The products that you're buying online to do yourself are not legit. And so to have a legitimate product like Botox, Mm -hmm. I mean, you have to be with Allergan. You have Mm -hmm. to have an account. It is a prescription technically, so it is a drug. So the 
chances of you getting a legit product to inject with it are <laughs> going to be probably slim to none, yeah. especially it's not like makeup, you mm-hmm. know, I think that's the problem that people see things and it's like, see one, do one, mm-hmm. you know, teach one. So then you see them all over YouTube. Yeah. It's definitely not the case. And it has, there's so many contraindications that can also yeah. go and complications. So I can't stress enough that the risk of vascular occlusion, blindness, necrosis mm-hmm. are all there. And if a licensed professional can make those mistakes, yeah, somebody at home can. Easily, and yeah. so, I mean, there's a lot of younger generations on the internet <laughs> and I would hate for somebody to also have that influence yeah. and also just buying the wrong product. And then you're supporting these businesses that are doing illegal trade mm-hmm. and illegal purchases. Yeah. So I think, I'm very strongly opinionated <laughs> just to stay away from those treatments. Yeah, I just remember watching the TV show segment yeah. of it, and I just oh, yeah. was so surprised that that she was like yeah. she was able to make that video, put it on YouTube for other for sure. people to watch. For sure, and just and that also brings me to the microneedling thing, like yeah. doing it at home. I mean, there's the potential risk for scarring and infection, mm-hmm. and drawing your own blood and like applying it. There's so many <laughs> things that could go wrong. Yeah, it's best just to, you know, there's some things like you wouldn't go to the doctor, or you wouldn't go get your own chemo medicine and do it yourself. Oh, you know, no. your skin's yeah. an organ, so mm-hmm. you would treat it just as any other treatment mm-hmm. that you would get from a doctor. So. I think there's a fine line between it being more aesthetically pleasing and like, you know, Instagram worthy DIY versus <laughs> yeah. it is a medical procedure and it yeah. is still a treatment. That's well, because I think there are things that you, like you said, like you can do at home. Yeah. Like there's like the little rollers that For can sure. boost it a little bit. For sure. And like microdermabrasion, yeah. dermaplaning. Yeah, there's a lot of things, but you know, I always err on the side of caution that that's mm-hmm. why we have trained programs and trained professionals for yeah. it. But when it comes to injectables and, like, what we do, our process Mm -hmm. is to do these good faith exams. Mm -hmm. I let our patients know, like, these are FDA-regulated, you know, drugs. Mm -hmm. It is a drug that is being injected. (laughs) You are taking drugs. (laughs) That's why I say it's best not to do it yourself because it is something that you have to get from a medical professional. Right. Okay. So my last question for you. What are some aesthetic, like, trends that you can kind of see for like 2020 yeah obviously social media mm-hmm. is growing and I think it's great as a platform and it's unfortunate that people have taken the platform of other medical professionals that mm-hmm. use their injection techniques to teach us other medical professionals mm-hmm. and now people are using that for yeah. home yeah. education <laughs> um that is kind of uncanny and I hate that but um, I think the trend is is just showing that there's going to be more popularity in these treatments Mm -hmm. and also increased amount of professionals that are going to be offering it so Mm -hmm. I think the trend is you know it's going to be good outreach for people to be able to take interest and be able to provide these in areas that normally wouldn't yeah I mean we're in San Diego so like we there's (laughs) medical spas and clinics all over so like maybe for more rural areas, For like sure. you were saying, will be able to have more access to it. And I think it helps the businesses to be able to grow that are more entrepreneurs, like mm-hmm. nurses that are starting their own businesses mm-hmm. and might have a collaborating physician because now with social media and word of mouth, mm-hmm. we're able to expand businesses and also be able to help them offer more services. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, <laughs> Gillian. Yeah. Thanks for coming in. All right, everyone. Thanks for tuning in this week. Be sure to check out our next episode where I'll be interviewing another one of our aesthetic nurse practitioners.